Let me ask you, do you really know why your customer is shopping in the first place? Have you given much thought to the customer's emotional goals? Hmm, sounds deep. Let's get into it today on The Buyer's Mind. Welcome to The Buyer's Mind, where we take a closer look deep inside your customer's decision-making mechanism to reverse engineer the perfect sales presentation. Now, please welcome your host, Jeff Shore. Well, welcome everyone once again to The Buyer's Mind. I am your host, Jeff Shore, and today we're going to really take this dive, as we always do, to try and figure out how our people think, how our customers think, how they want to buy. Listen, it comes down to it. They want to buy or they wouldn't be standing in front of you in the first place. Our job as salespeople is to help them to do what they already want to do. And today I want to talk about something called emotional goals. Now, that's a term you may not be familiar with, but when I unpack it a little bit, I think you'll see how relevant it is. You might even see a little bit of yourself and as you are in the shopping mode. We tend to think of buying something as being all about satisfying a need. Okay. So I have nothing to wear. I'm going to buy new clothes. I need better gas mileage. I buy a new car. These are all very logical statements. We think about sales as my customer has a need and I have a way to fulfill it. My customer has a problem and I have a way to solve it. Now, I'm not going to belittle that. I'm not going to suggest that that's not correct. But if you stop there, you ignore a very, very important component. You ignore the emotional goals of a customer. And that's the question we want to grapple with today. What emotional goals do your customers have? And it's important that we ask this question because most customers do not come through the door spouting their emotional goals. The emotional goals are hidden. The emotional goals tend to be a little bit more secretive. So, for example, a guy wants to buy a new television for uh, his bonus room, okay? He had a 40-inch screen in there, but this is way too small. He wanted something much larger to be able to watch football games. Just going to assume the guy's a big football fan. Now, how large? How big of a television should he get? Now, the answer is as large as possible without it looking ridiculous. All right? Now, why? Why does he want a large television? Well, there are plenty of good reasons, right? He, he, he could justify it as people ask him, as you know, his spouse or significant other or his friends or anybody else. We're just going to tell him, I want to get a bigger television. Well, why? He's got his reasons lined up. Well, I want to see the action more clearly. Uh, and, um, you know, I want to be able to watch the television while I'm working out on the far side of the room. And I want to be able to experience more a theater-like quality when I'm watching a movie. Now, these are all legitimate reasons. We want higher resolution. We want, you know, the latest connectivity. There's nothing wrong with any of those things. But it's possible that there are a few more reasons, hidden reasons. He wants to casually brag to his friends. He wants to feel like he has arrived that he's enjoying some of the finer things in, in life. He wants to justify his hard work. He wants his friends to come over and watch the game with him while they ooh and ah at the big screen. He just wants to feel good while he's watching television. Now, look, those emotional reasons, the reasons that we purchase based on emotion are 
typically far more hidden, but they are also more powerful. We buy the shoes, we buy the car, we buy the house, we rent the expensive hotel room. We tell ourselves stories about need, but we buy on the want. It's critical we understand that. We tell ourselves and we tell other people stories based on the need, but we buy on the want. So what are you doing as a sales professional to trigger the emotional experience, to address the emotional goals? And I want to suggest to you that one thing that you can be thinking about here is the concept of emotional transference. How do we transfer our emotion to our customers. Now, I'm not talking about being sappy and giddy and hyped up, but I am talking about the idea of introducing some of those subtle ideas, some of those subtle thoughts. So if I'm selling that, you know, 70-inch uh, big screen television to a guy, if I'm that salesperson, I can bring some of those things up. I can start looking at it and saying, I'm gonna tell you, you know, you know that feeling when you've been over at a friend's house watching a game on their big screen? Yeah, well, that's what's great about this is that your friends will have that feeling watching your big screen. Now, again, the the customer is probably not going to look at it and say, "Well, what I'm really looking for is the opportunity for my friends to come over and uh, admire my big screen." No, that's not what he's going to say. But when you bring up that emotional draw, uh, it has that solid, solid impact. Or, or if we're going to look at it and we say, "You know what? Uh, how big is the space that you're in?" If I, again, I'm selling a television, how big is the space you're in? Oh, well, that's a pretty good size room. You've got a nice bonus room there. Yeah, I can see why your 40-inch television wouldn't be there. You want to feel good about the spacing and the, the size of the room and, and making sure that the television is really in, in a place that deserves that much space. You want to have a television that really suits that room. You got a great room and now you got a great television. Now, what's interesting about that is that it sounds like I'm talking technically, right? The size of the television should match the size of the room. And that's true. But I'm also looking at it from the perspective that I want my customer thinking through, how do we get them to, to think about uh, doing it right? You're doing this right. That's the emotional side. I, I've got a, a room that deserves the big screen and now the room gets the big screen. Now, the challenge is going to be for you. To look at it and say, here's my product. This is what I sell. Now, what are the emotional goals? Now, you can start by asking yourself, well, what are my emotional goals when I'm buying a similar product? But you can also hear some of the stories that your customers have told in the past. And then to be able to bring those forward. Look, you may or may not fully understand your customers' emotional goals, but you do need to understand that they've got them. They are there. You're going to hear the logic and the data. But if you can transfer your own energy, your, your own emotion, your own enthusiasm, if you can look at it and say, let me tell you why I love this home so much. Let me tell you why other people love this home so much. And then tell the story that connects to their emotional goal. That's the idea. Doesn't matter what the product is, we all buy dominantly on emotion. So sell dominantly on emotion. Trigger that emotion. Help your customers satisfy their emotional goals and you can change their world.